Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back. Back to the Everyday Saturday Podcast. Great to have you here on a Friday. It's May 6, 2022, Friday morning, Kentucky Derby weekend. For those of you that love the horses, hey, I want to dive in right away into today's message. It's going to be very, very powerful. I was on a mastermind yesterday. I'm part of a mastermind group, and one of the questions came up, and it's it's marketers, speakers, authors, coaches, consultants. We're in this mastermind. We meet uh, once a week, every Thursday. And one of the questions came up from the facilitator. It says, Sam, quick question. I'd like to share you to share with the group, how is it that when people show up on your calendar, they have such an incredible desire to get their message out, you know? And I thought about that. Like, well, um, I think, and I really, it just came to me. And at the core of it is regret. And boy, that's a really very, very powerful word, regret. We all have regret. I have regrets. I have regrets for things that I've done. I've had regrets for things that I've said. I wish I could take words back that I know have hurt people. Um, But one of the biggest regrets that I had, and I want to talk about that, one of my biggest regrets, and one of the regrets that I was able to avoid, and how it kind of all works together. So why do people show up on my calendar? Because I don't want them to have regret that they never got this message out, that I know they have. I know you have it. I mean, I know you have a message. Everybody has a story to share, and everybody has a lesson to teach. And one of the biggest regrets, well, let me even take you back further. If you don't know much about my story, I was raised in a small town of Bradford, Pennsylvania, raised by a single mom, Catherine Crowley. I was the youngest of eight kids. I was born June 29th, 1968. And my mom had me the year she was turning 41 years old. And look, we didn't have any money. And my dad was just batshit crazy. And he left when I was three months old. So I wouldn't know the guy if he walked in the room right now. Although he died a few years ago. But even with that said, you know, I, I re-engaged with him back in 2012. Met him for the first time that I even remember. You know, I hunted him down and just had a con- Hunted him down is a strong word. I found him and then had a conversation with him in a coffee shop just to let him know that I forgive him. Yeah, it was very, very good for me to do that. And I wasn't one of these kids that always grew up, you know, thinking, geez, what if I had a dad? What if I had a dad? It was kind of in the back of my mind. I'm sure some therapy session would bring out something with that. But the point being, I never used that as a crutch, you know, growing up in that type of environment. But I know my mom had so much regret. I mean, she was just laden with regret, you know. I mean, she was a very intelligent woman. You know, people like, where do you get this quick wit and sarcasm from my mom? I mean, I mean, I grew up in an environment where my mom had, she was the king of the comeback. I mean, just the king. And she had this cutting, biting sarcasm to her. And did it hurt feelings? I'm sure it did. Did it hurt my feelings? No, I found it to be 
very engaging. Like, wow, she's got a quick wit to her. Now, her issues that she battled, she's very you know, a raging alcoholic, you know. Uh, got, and look, you probably would be too, and, I, and all the grace goes to her. I mean, if you had to raise eight kids on welfare, I don't even know how you don't turn to alcohol, to drugs, and even possibly suicide, which I know that thought entered her mind a few occasions as well. And so I give her all the forgiveness in the world for turning to the bottle, but I know she was just filled with this regret. Never had an opportunity to have a normal family, a loving husband, go get after her career. You know, she could have crushed it in so many professions, man. And she ended up being a nurse, which she loved nursing. She loved bedside nursing. Her patients absolutely adored her. I mean, her last job was at the nursing pavilion in town, and she cared for the elderly, and they absolutely just loved her. Her, her co-workers loved her. Her subordinates loved her. Her patients in the nursing home, they absolutely loved her because the best of her came out. You know, she never went to work drunk. It's not like she ever did that. So they got the best of my mom. They got the sober, caring, loving individual, you know. And so I know she had all of these regrets. How could you not being that intelligent and you had a work ethic and just a great wit about you? How could you not have regrets? So I grew up knowing and seeing and living with somebody every single day that had just a huge amount of regret. And then my own personal regret is, I wish I would have went for this dream earlier in my life. Now, some would say, well, geez, you figured it out at 37. You did it. Yeah, I did. But there was about 15 years of wasted time. And I, I, I guess I don't consider it just wasted because growing up in that corporate environment, learning what it was about to win and being, thank God I figured out sales, you know, because I grew up in sales. And I think sales is the greatest profession ever. I love the transactional part of sales where money isn't even an issue because when you have a great relationship with someone, it's just simply a transaction. You take the credit card and you move forward towards the next step of the transaction of the relationship. So I don't regret necessarily being in the corporate world. I regret not going for it earlier because I got into this game at the age of 19, 20 years old as a stockbroker. And then I went into advertising sales at 22, started base salary at $9,900 a year commission. I learned about commissions. I learned about bonuses. I learned how, you know, there really, there kind of is a cap to how much you can earn in sales because the company sets kind of a commission plus bonus structure, but you can make way more money than your peers if you're better at sales. And that I didn't, I, I thought any other environment where everybody else just got paid the same, no matter when you showed up or the quality of your work, I thought that was crazy. I mean, why would I make as much as somebody who's not as good at the job as I am? And conversely, if I was bad, why would I ever make as much as somebody that was much better and more dedicated than I? So I have a lot of regret that I didn't go for this dream of being a speaker and a coach and a consultant and just being an entrepreneur. Just say that, just being an entrepreneur earlier. So I know when people show up that listen to this podcast or they're inside our Facebook group, by the way, it's everydaysaturday.com forward slash FB group. Just get in there. Join our group. It's called The Million Dollar Message. It's free. You're in the group. I'm in there a lot. I'm doing Facebook Lives. I'm giving away my audiobook. I just gave away a few days ago in there. There's always there's a great reason to be inside that group. You know, so get inside there. The Million Dollar Message on Facebook. And when I when people that I talk to, I know they want to avoid a life of regret. All right. They come to me and there's two types of podcasts you can launch. It could be a purpose-driven podcast which is huge. What is a purpose-driven podcast? You have a purpose. 
to your message. You're not just out there spewing something. It's something that you're purposeful about and you're extremely passionate about and it fills your soul. And there, there's no amount of money for that. There's no amount of money you can make. I made millions of dollars in this game and nothing can take the place of the purpose I have to be a father and a husband. I wanted to be Mike Brady. I mean, that's what I wanted to be. When I left the corporate, my whole goal, leaving the corporate world, I want to be Mike Brady. I want to drive my kids around in a minivan, telling stupid dad jokes, taking them to school, Dairy Queen, McDonald's, vacations, all that stuff. And you know what? I did it. I did it. <laughs> I mean, I was able to do that. None of my kids ever have any memory of me ever going to a job. And I never missed an important event in their life. And it wasn't like we had to go on. We don't even go on vacation. You know, spring break happens at our home, you know, the end of March. And well, where are we going? Everybody, kids, every day's a vacation for you. What are you talking about? Like an entire summer we spent at Kings Island because it's 10 minutes from my home here in Cincinnati. I go, do you not remember? I mean, that's all we do is vacation, you know, at our home and in our town and out and about. So we don't designate, you know, at the holidays we go and pack and go on vacation. I mean, heck, I brought them to Disney World just in a random trip many times, whether it was February, July, or December. It didn't matter. We just, hey, we're going to Orlando next week. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, tell your teachers you won't be in class and get your homework. Let's go. So that was the biggest regret that I was able to avoid because I knew it would eat me alive if I could not break the generational curse of alcoholism, poverty, and divorce, and not being a parent. I mean, that would have eaten me alive. You know, I don't even know where I'd be now. I mean, I'm, I'll be 54 next month. That's a long time, 17 years now. I've been in this game of the entrepreneurial side of things and it afforded me the freedom. So I know that purpose driven podcast is what got my career going. It was the only thing I focused on. I, I didn't even know you could make money. Like when I started a podcast, I didn't do it to make money. Like I, I, it wasn't. First of all, iPhones weren't even out. It's nowhere near as large as it is now. The the medium that everybody consumes. So, if you're out there wondering, you know, should I launch it? Absolutely, you should. You should give. Per, it's time to give back. I wanted to give back the wisdom, and that's not a narcissistic thing. Oh, I have all this wisdom. I just wanted to share. I had a story to share and a lesson to teach. That was it. That's the only reason I started it. I knew I had something to share, and let's let the marketplace determine if they think it's valuable. How about that? Easy enough, right? And then you have the profit-driven model of podcasting where you now start to get the downloads and you attach a powerful call to action to that podcast. Where do you want to take people? I move people from the podcast to a calendar. That's it. Go to launchwithsam.com. I say, how many times do I say it on the podcast? Why do I say it so much? Because we only retain 20% of what we hear. So if you want to have a powerful call to action, make sure people know where to go. For me, it's launchwithsam.com. You can book a call right now and we can get on the phone today. Literally the same day I open up my calendar because podcast listeners are the best prospects you'll ever find. They're wealthy, they're educated, and they're very loyal. All right. So there's that profit-driven model that you have to have a call to action, but it all starts with the purpose-driven model of this message. And the real core and I think the real thread woven between myself and my listeners is regret. They want to avoid it. They already have some. They just don't want that regret to continue to snowball in their life. And it's only for that individual who feels like they want to share a message. That's why whenever you start speaking, make sure you're speaking to your perfect avatar, that perfect person. And there's millions of them out there. It's not like, well, geez, is it too narrow of a niche? No. There's over 7 billion people on the planet. All right. There's a two billion podcast episodes on iTunes. All right. Two million rather. I'm sorry. Two million episodes on, on iTunes right now. There's no way 
that there's not an audience out there. You could not possibly get narrow enough. But you can start broad. You know, this started out as a motivational podcast when I first got started, and then it just kind of chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. And now it's turned into, let me help you launch your million-dollar message. It's still about podcasting, but nobody out there, nobody, is teaching about how to frame a podcast with a purpose-driven model based on your million-dollar message. And the common thread woven throughout all of this is my clients do not want to have any more regret than humanly possible. And they want to know their life mattered and they want significance and they want to give this wisdom back. And a lot of my clients have already made the money. They've already made money. They might be making 100, 200 grand a month, but they lack that significance. And boy, when you start sharing the wisdom of your day-to-day struggle, we don't talk about it as a victim. We talk about it as a hero. This was my issue. This is how I solved it. Or this was my issue. This is how I began to solve it. And I'm still working on it. Let me share with you. Could be relationship, health, finances, faith. I mean, how many times have I shared my relationship with God? I've gotten no negative blowback on that because people respect that. Why? Because they're loyal listeners. You know my faith resides in Jesus Christ. He's my Lord and Savior. I believe the Holy Spirit lives inside of all of us. And when the Holy Spirit is the only one that can call us you know, to have that relationship with Christ. And I give all the glory to God. And everybody respects that, you know? So that's not that narrow, but it's also not offending anybody out there because inside, I, you know where I come from. I don't, I don't have this arrogance where I think, I can solve your problem. I think I was given the gift of speaking, which is amazing for a guy that stuttered. Think about that. That's crazy that I can even say that. It doesn't even make any sense. But in my mind, it does make sense because I believe that God is using me to get a message out there in the marketplace. That's how that makes sense to me. I don't look for significance from human beings. I don't look for the recognition from this world. We're here for a very short period of time. The window of life is closing so quickly on your life. And you can choose to make a difference in the lives of others. And I believe everybody should choose podcasting as a way to do it because I think it's only going to continue to explode Audios are very easy to consume. People build a great relationship with you. And when they feel called, they're going to jump on your calendar. And that's what I teach people. So when I was in this mastermind yesterday, I said just what I said. And the facilitator of the mastermind said, and it just went quiet when I got done talking about my mom and the regrets that she had and the regrets that I had and the regrets that I wanted to avoid. And I said, you know, I think that's a common thread woven throughout why people show up on my calendar with this high desire to get moving, you know? And the facilitator just said, that's a mic drop moment. I mean, that's it. That's, we're going to end the call right now, guys. There's, Sam just said that so eloquently, so beautifully. We're just going to stop. And that's it. That was the end of our meeting. And so I just want to share that with you. And by the way, I'm always investing. You know, this mastermind was 10 grand. It's only for 90 days. I'm not the only one in it. There's several people in there. So I think the facil- facilitator probably had 10 people in this particular mastermind or more, that's a hundred grand they got paid for being a facilitator, not being necessarily the coach, just facilitating a discussion. He was able to generate a hundred grand in 90 days. I gladly paid because I'm always, always, always investing in myself and I always want to get better. And I just like being around like-minded individuals. And yes, sometimes you got to pay 10 grand, 25 grand, 50 grand to be around like-minded individuals that will raise you up. All right. So anyway, that's some things to think about today. When you are ready to launch your million-dollar message, get on my calendar. All right, go to launchwithsam.com. We'll do it. We'll lock arms. and We'll get that message out there for your purpose-driven model. All right, let's do it. Have the best day ever. And that's...
That's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.